This episode of Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, all you have to do is go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Never in my life could I ever have predicted what would have happened on Friday night. <laughs> Best night ever. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it was, but at the same time, I didn't ever. Um, yeah, that you was. You know, growing up watching WWF and uh, watching the wrestling that happened. Seeing Jake the Snake wrestle, never did I think that one day he'd be standing over me pretending to pee on me. Mm. That never crossed into Dreams my mind. do come true, Greg. Not, not really a dream. <laughs> not sure, but it happened. Um, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you're listening. It is so fantastic that you do so. We, of course, greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon. You can listen live via the Fun Employment Radio network or Download the podcast wherever podcasts are found. Um, Which is everywhere on the... You didn't try cyber On the cyberwebs. God damn it. Thank you for Why reminding me. Everywhere on the cyberwebs that you can possibly find podcasts. Okay. Good. Thank you, Sarah. See, it's sticking <laughs> with you, too. You demanded to hear the word cyberwebs. That was that was good. Uh, <laughs> no we have problem. a ton of stuff to get to today. We got it, we, we've got a lot of, lot of show here. It is uh, Monday, June 2nd, 2014, here out of Portland, Oregon. But uh, I think I think before we go further with the, with the story... Of, of what we were talking about at the beginning. Yes, because we need to have someone who wasn't there also like being able to chime in. Because this person, the secret, su- super secret mystery guest, is also a fan. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And I think it's it's been, what, a couple of weeks? A couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. It's been way too long. Yeah, it's been way too long, uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, Mr. Aaron Duran. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. hi, Aaron. Man. We missed you. I know. What happened last Monday? You had some kind of meeting or something? I'm sure. You have many important Another meetings. Another meeting where nothing happened <laughs> at the end. <laughs> Another meeting where I didn't sign on the dotted line. I didn't get a contract. But one step I closer, didn't get right? paid for writing. <laughs> one more failed meeting. <laughs> Hooray! Yay! But as we were talking about, you know, one every failed meeting is one step closer to a meeting that works out. One more artist that misses their deadline. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are glad that you made it here today. <laughs> Me too. It's nice. It's good. I've been scooting around all morning. I had a bunch of errands to run this morning. So yeah. Okay, again, scootin', I hate scootin'. the word scooting. It's called scooting. Scooting it is scootin'. just all it makes me think of is that you're just like like a dog like wiping your ass on the carpet or something. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Scooting wow. around the room. That's your problem, not scootin anybody around. else's. Scooting. I, so you were riding your scooter. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was scooting around town. Scooting is not the right way to say that, I it don't totally think. It totally is. Scoot, think scoot is an action word. Riding, riding around riding town. Around, that's fine. Riding but around town. But then that could better. be like either I'm on like a bike. Yeah, or a motorcycle, See, or and a he's, horse. He wants right? it to be more specific. Like he's, you yeah. can't scoot around on a horse. <sighs> no, he's scooting, scooting. So you'd be yeah. scooting all over town, I huh? Yeah. No, <laughs> no. There's just I don't know what it is. Scoot it just all bad. over scootin', Portland. Scooting and scatting while I'm scooting. As I'm riding, so I'm skittering and scatting while I'm scooting. <laughs> Skitter and scatting while he scooting. See, and again, Scoot scatting. Brothers. Scatting is not what I'm thinking of with that Wow, just because you have all these dark thoughts in your head. I wouldn't yeah. call them dark, but I'm just saying that's what it's reminding. <laughs> it's because everything makes you think of poop, Greg. <laughs> yeah, Keelan's already pointing out Jesus and Greg also have rules for verbs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, scooting I don't think should apply. Okay, well, it Maybe does. we can come up with something more specific. Scootering. There's nothing more specific than scooting. Scootering yeah. sounds better. Scootering. Yeah, but that's scootering. No, no that's, a, that's just, it's an awkward way to say what you're doing. Yeah, I'm scootering. No one ever says I'm motorcycling. I went, I went scootering. Yeah, they're motoring. Nobody says that. Yeah, motor, uh, uh, hello, Sister Christian. Motoring. That's What's your a- prize for flight and oh, finding Mr. God. Right? You'll be all right tonight. Come on. That so, has nothing to do with that song. It sure does. They're on a motorcycle. I know the girl that that song's about. Yeah? I did at one time. I haven't talked to her. What? That song's about an actual girl? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Christian woman? Or what is it? Sister, Sister Christian. Christian? Yeah. Christian. Yeah. Oh, I would a, imagine so. Yeah. There was a girl named Sister Christian? No, no, no. I mean, but, but that's who the they're referencing. Yeah, I know who it's for. Well, okay, th- yeah. you got to explain this then really quick. It's, um... You're talking about Night Ranger, Sister yes. Christian. Night Ranger. Yes. Made famous from the scene in Boogie Nights. Yeah. <gasps> Not only Boogie Nights, but in, um, what was that movie when we had Harlem Williams on? Uh, Superstar. Oh, okay. And Superstar uh, when he rides away with Molly Shannon on the back of the his motorcycle. It's about the little sister of, I believe, either the drummer or the lead guitarist. Okay. So it's about the sister of them? Yeah. And what about it? Did the, the, the guy like have some tour affair with her or something? Or? No, no. Because if no, you actually listen to the of, lyrics, it's all it's about- sweet. It, yeah, it is kind of a sweet song. It's all about like, you know- you're, it's it really is about like you're important. Don't give it up to just anybody. You know, okay. mm-hmm. you know, make it your choice kind of thing. It's this weird kind of. All right. For like being like a like a like an eighties hair metal. You know, like me gonna love you. Uh-huh. It's a mm-hmm. lot of like you know like don't give it up in the back of a van to a dude you just met kind of song. So the girl's name is Christian. No, no, just sister Christian. She's like. Well, a, what does that have to do with it? I'm, I don't know. Christ- I think I thought she went to like a Christian school. That's what I thought early. Maybe what. So, it's basically about you're songs. better than you're better than how these boys have treated you. But how does the Christian part come into it? Is well, there a message of God know. in this or something? That part I don't know. Well, why is it called motor? Why does he say motoring? I, I don't know. She's getting out of there because you know like, why he wanted to say scooting. <laughs> <laughs> what? I do like yeah. this song. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, I can see you'll be all right tonight. Like she's on her way to bigger and better things. Yeah. So the sister, who happens to be Christian. Sure, Greg, let's just go yes, with that. Yes, we're just going to go with that because you will never stop fucking well, then asking the about the Christian name? Well, I mean, that's the name of the song. I mean, it's kind of imperative. Well, a lot that. of dudes write about women, but they don't use their real name. Yeah. So is, so is Christian then just the, the oh sub Oh, my God, name? let go of the, the Christian pseudonym? thing. Let go of the Christian thing. I'm Sarah Palin, let it go. It's mind-boggling. I'm trying to figure it out. I want to know the answer to these things. All right, well, I'll, I'll no, because he's telling little... her to behave because the boys don't want to play no more with you. It's true. So he's saying yeah. like they're all grown up now. They just want to take advantage of right. her. They're no okay, longer just boys. Don't you give it up with. before your time is due? So act like a Christian and be like. I think no. He's saying. Oh my God! Stop with the fucking Christian thing. He's basically oh, yeah. telling you that your life, you're worth more than what these boys are trying to just get out of you for nothing. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, Aaron. Don't that's give it. Up it. Until you don't. Uh-huh. It's yours to do with, so don't and follow the path of Jesus Christ while you're doing these things, and then. Do you want to hit him? For me. <laughs> wow. I the Christian part still doesn't make sense. Wow, to me. yeah, it's you one. You know, I've word. got friends named Christian aren't Christians. Well, no, absolutely, but you said the spoilers name- also. Bexon's named Jesus, uh, not the Son of God. But you said this. But sister's I know name you, was I wanna, not Christian. I want to introduce you to like a Jesus Dominguez one I, day. I know. And then just watch you obsess over like, but why are you called Jesus? No, like, are you Christian? No, that's well, different. You said the sister's name wasn't Christian, so that's. Oh why my I'm God! Maybe the you know what? 
This is the guy's name in the band was Christian. There and you it's go. Sister Christian. Yeah. Well, then it sure. should be Sister of Christian. Well, maybe Stupid they didn't want title. to have the of. Maybe they just wanted Sister Christian. Oh, see, then this doesn't make there sense. There you go. That's I'm going to exactly write a sternly worded le- letter to a Night Ranger. You know, I was going to add more to the story, but I'm not because I've already, you already can't handle it. Dear Night Ranger. All right. Well, oh besides God. that, um, I think we need to talk about what happened on. Uh, on Friday night, so everybody Sorry who's derail. everybody who's in yeah. the live chat now saying they want to punch me at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Well, here's face. something that did end up happening. I think to in me. the next listener party, we should just make a giant like Bobo the Clown, but put your face on it <gasps> for, charity so, like, for charity or something. Punch yes, me. get one of those like punch With, like, bags. Giving air balloons, like is she a Christian? Rules, <laughs> facts, and just like, what do you want to punch Greg oh, for? Oh, like which questioning Greg do you want to hit? Yeah. Like, do you want to hit Dr. Science Greg? Like, when, and when you hit it, it bounces back. With do you want like to hit Bigfoot Greg? <laughs> well, I wouldn't hit Bigfoot Greg. I know. Yeah, what's wrong Greg. with Bigfoot Greg? Okay. Nothing's wrong at all. Nothing's wrong with any <laughs> of these Do you want to hit doesn't wear shoes on an airplane Greg? Yeah. So ah, many of them. No. Mm, that, there's so many things that go along with that, but I'm not going to take the bait on that one. We're not going down that road. It's just Jake the Snake leaves his shoes on on the plane. Um, yeah, I don't know. Jake the Snake seems to do what he wants. So let's Jake explain this. Jake the Snake this. does what he wants. So, all right. We talked about this last week, if you listen to last week's episodes, where this is the random event that happened. So our friend Derek uh, wrote us last week saying that, of all people, Jake the Snake Roberts, which you can Google him if you don't know. He was a wrestler famous in like the, really his heyday was like the late 80s, early 90s. That was kind of his heyday of... <laughs> Of uh, of wrestling, yeah, he was. I don't even barely in. Well, yeah, I guess so. Early, early nineties. Like, yeah, he was done by around ninety two, ninety three. Totally. Yeah, and then I think he had like a. I guess he wrestled somewhere else after that. That's when I stopped watching wrestling. Yeah. But I do very much remember Jake the Snake. He was a big integral part of everything. Basically, if you're over thirty, you shouldn't call and don't know who he is. You shouldn't call yourself an American. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. You could not have watched him, but you at least need to know who Jake the Snake is. Exactly. <laughs> you need to yeah. for exactly. cultural references at least. I'm pretty sure on the uh, civ- the citizenship exam ten years ago. Right. Who is Jake the Snake? And then right. bonus points if you can name the name of his actual boa constrictor. Yeah. Right. Yes. Damien, followed by Lucifer. But anyway. Which Greg just learned, by the way. He's acting like he the knew The Lucifer the part time. I didn't know. Yeah. The Damien part I knew the whole time, though. Mm-hmm. I called that. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, so he was appearing at an event here in Portland for a veterans hall. So a VFW. Uh, what is that? Veterans of Foreign Wars. Veterans of Foreign Wars. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's a hall here in Portland, way out in East Portland, where he was appearing for a charity event. And basically, there was, he was going to be there for two hours where he could go down and get something signed by him and maybe take a picture with him. And we didn't know exactly, though, what was going to happen at it. No, all we, we just, knew we is that knew, this was at a VFW. Jake the right. Snake was supposed to be there. Yeah, and it, that's it, it was much 10 it. bucks to get in. And uh, Derek picked up a bunch of tickets. So we, we jumped right on it. And there was a group of us that all decided, yes. For no reason at all, we're going to go meet Jake the Snake. I mean, why not? I mean, what he's there. For no reason. Well, okay. Jake the for the Snake. greatest reason. Yeah. For the greatest reason. To it's see Jake a living Snake. legend. It's Jake the Snake Roberts. The opportunity doesn't arise much. Yes, let's go do this. It I'd almost awesome. rather see him than like Hulk Hogan. Because Hulk Hogan, he's kind of become a douche. Yeah. But like Jake the Snake is still just the legend. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, kind of a douche, but we'll get to that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he's a professional wrestler. Well, Hulk Hogan's was. a super douche, though. I yeah, mean, with all of that, thing. the creepy stuff about him dating that girl that looked like his daughter. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah that's some weird stuff. Oh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. that thing. Well, we, then again, uh, Jake the Snake does not get as much press, so we don't know who's he, who he's dating. <laughs> exactly. Who knows? Um, but so... So we uh, we went over and uh, had, a, had a couple of beverages before going to meet Jake the Snake, we which sure probably did. wasn't the right idea because... I forgot that he's, you know, in rehab and all that stuff. Right. But, hey, he's oh, he going to a care. wrestling. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a wrestler. He's got to know that you're going to end up seeing that. And so we uh, we we went over, had a couple of drinks, and then um, decided to head on down to the VFW Hall on for people in Portland, Southeast 87th and Powell. 
Yes. This is not the nicest area of Portland. Might not be the most glamorous. It's in a section known as Felony Flats. Mm-hmm. Magical area. Because of the <laughs> inordinate crime rate that is out there. And we, we It was behind like a tool shack. Yes, it, it was. It was literally behind a tool shack. There was a tool shack, and then there was the hall. Mm-hmm. And we showed up, and so there's a group of us there, and I'll say this. I did, in fact, find my little Jake the Snake action figure that I had from when I was a kid. My wrestling action figure, complete with the snake, that I brought out there. You didn't lose the snake, Greg. I still have the snake mm-hmm. that I brought out there to get signed. And so... Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and um, Was it the bendy figures? Uh, no, it's the actual jointed? the jointed one, so it's got like a spring on the arm, so you had a spring punch. Cool. punchy arm. Yeah, yeah, total punchy arm with a little rubber snake around him. Yeah. And we, so we went out there and I get out of the car. <laughs> there I am on 87th Bell, a grown man, mind you, holding a little Jake the Snake Not only figure. one grown man, we were with several grown men. Yeah. It was all, it was uh, me and then our friend Jessica who met up with us. So it was, we were the only two ladies basically there. Oh, yeah. And then like six of our dude friends who have just mm-hmm. been nonstop talking about wrestling for about... Two hours. Yep, yep. It was me and Derek and Tristan and uh, Josh and then... Uh, and Tim. Yeah, yeah, one of Derek's friends, Tim. Mm. Yeah, so we were, we were all... Just, already and like, Ryan. Already <laughs> yes, and Ryan. Yeah, oh. Yeah. And it, the thing is, so we're standing out there and this guy walks out and he's like, hey guys, um, I need to talk to you. I need to let you know what's going on. I'm like, oh, great. It got canceled. Like, that's the first thing that went through my head. Oh, yeah. Like, it's yeah. not going to happen. It got canceled. They're going to offer up something else or Just say, like when I was oh, eight. We're going to be rescheduling <laughs> it, but follow us on the email. And, you know, that's what I was expecting to happen. But, no, the guy said, um, look, I'm really sorry. We're, we were very excited about this, but his plane was delayed. He's in somewhere. I can't remember where he yeah, was stuck Yeah, he got stuck, stuck somewhere. and he Stuck had, somewhere. And he couldn't get, yeah, he he couldn't get there in Cleveland or time. something. Oh, he was in Cleveland. Though, was so that it was, what it yep. was? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> he had, all planes get stuck. <laughs> right. So, he had been stuck there, and uh, but they... They, they had gotten him on another flight, and he they said, because this was about 7 o'clock when we were there. He was supposed to be from 6 to 8. And they're like, look, he's going to be here. It's probably going to be 9 o'clock, but he is definitely coming. He will definitely sign stuff. And, uh, you know, we just got to ask if you guys want to hang around. They had, like, a couple of other Portland old Portland wrestlers, the Grappler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the I kind of remember that and name. somebody else. Some other guy. But yeah, which was really nice. I mean, I have to say, like, they really, like, got their shit together once this happened. Like, they got these two other wrestlers to go there. They're like, we have free cake. We have free soda. You guys go in there and hang out as long as you want. He's coming here in a couple hours. And we're like, that's very nice. Right. But it's a Friday night, and we're going to go and drink beer in a backyard instead of eating <laughs> cake and soda. And that is exactly what we did. <laughs> yeah. So we went back and, uh, and had... Had some beer in the backyard and talked about wrestling and played some old Jake the Snake videos. To- the one of the dorkiest things. Oh, I've ever and done. not only that, Aaron and everybody. Not only that, they didn't only play videos. Wait, wait, Greg was did you, like, "Did you wrestle in the backyard? We didn't no, wrestle. No oh, wrestling." Okay. But at one point, everyone's sitting around, and you know, at that point, more people had come over, so there were probably about like ten of us sitting outside, and everyone's talking about wrestling. And uh, at one point, Greg's just like, "All right, you guys, do you want to see something really cool?" <laughs> and Greg goes into his house and comes back out with this giant box. And then just like plops it into the middle of the table. I'm like, what the hell is that? Opens it. It is full of dusty old wrestling figurines from the 80s. Like, awesome. All of them. It had everything. It had like, I don't know, like Hulk Hogan, much of like different kinds of. Did you have the ring? Yes. Greg, that's, that's they can't hear you. I know, I know, I know. I'm excited <laughs> that's about it. That's worth money now, you know, right? The ring is? That whole, if you have the 80s set, that's yeah. worth money. Awesome. Greg I've got had the box to it still, too. You still have the Okay. Yeah. We need to talk later. Okay. I'll, yeah. yeah let's no, and they that. were the squishy, bendable ones. It was an entire <laughs> box. Know, you don't need to explain it. I know how they were them. built, Sarah. Well, I don't know. Maybe other people don't know. They're just Would like squishy have, dolls. Have, uh, you, no, well, no. There were the big ones that were the rubber action figures, and then there's the smaller ones, they're meant which to, are plastic. The rubbery ones, you're meant to be able to launch off the, the ropes. Yeah, and you can bash, bash yeah. each other with them. 
Yeah. So, so you have, uh, like the well that era that means you had like you had like Iron Sheik. Uh, Iron Sheik is in there. Honky Talk Man. Honky Talk. Oh, I love um, the Honky Talk Man. Oh, oh you had the box man. for Iron Sheik Big still. I remember because he had the like turban thing, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, still had the, the you had the back sleeve for the yeah. Iron because Sheik when thing. I got them, I would cut out the uh, the like information card yeah. like they used to have on the back of GI well, Joe's. Well, like GI Joe's had the files. Yep, code. Files. I saved those. Yeah, I saved I actually, that stuff. I built myself a top secret shelf. <laughs> nice, <laughs> where you kept their their yeah, files. Yeah, I did. And so, <laughs> so we brought those out. And wow. yes, grown men maybe drinking a little bit of Jim Beam, playing with action figures. Not dolls, action figures. That sounds like an awesome way to spend a Friday night. It was pretty It was damn pretty cool. hilarious. Like, as soon as he brought out the box, I'm like, what is happening here? And I saw, immediately saw, yeah, seven or eight grown men just turned a little kids like, holy shit, you have this way I didn't realize that they had the bendable arms. Oh, did you know that? And they had, like, all different sizes, and everyone's just but you picking the through them. Like, when my wife texted you once that she found her gem with the light-up earrings, you lost your mind. Well, yeah, that's cool. See? <laughs> it's but the that's same a doll. Thing. I'm not pretending that, my, that the doll is an action figure. Yeah, they're action same figures. Same thing. Whatever. There was no action you were doing. You were just looking no, at dolls, and you no. guys were passing around There's dolls. There's a big difference, because does Jem come with kung fu grip or bendable legs? Totally. Jem comes with... Her legs are bendable. No, not... Not for that. Yeah, and Jem also had lots of the, accessories, like the, the of like your dolls someone. did. Yeah. Jem could kick somebody. She could kick That's some ass. That's not her purpose. Mm-hmm. Jem could not do a leg drop from the top buckler. No. Well, neither could your rubber dolls. They didn't move. They were just rubbery. Oh. <sighs> you have no idea what you can do with those Wow. Dolls. I don't think you are anywhere. You should not be talking about. I do this. have to say, this box though was completely full of dolls. I was like, oh my god, there's Never so many I'd say of this, them. Greg, but I kind of want to see your box. Uh, I'll show you. <laughs> yep, yep. Because my parents have started making me uh, bring home all the old stuff they have so stored in their I. barn. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, uh, take this. So it's me and my brother's stuff. But since he's in San Diego, it all gets put on me. But I'm like, yeah, actually, I'm going to take that. Well, I'm going to take that one. All the, all the figures I regret getting rid of. The ones I regret selling when I was, you know, entering high school mm-hmm. at garage sales were my He-Man figures. Oh, Because now yeah. as an adult, they're back as, like, collector items. Oh, yeah. God damn, I love He-Man figures. They're so cool. I still yeah. have my He-Man ones. Really? What do mm-hmm. you have? Oh, they're at my parents' oh, house. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I had uh, He-Man. I have, of course, I have um, oh, Orko. Yeah. Uh, Stinkor. Stinkor, I had, uh, really? Not I had bad. the... Uh, the guy who changed the faces. Many faces. Yep, yes. have that guy. Um, yeah, I had a ton of them. Had had the castle at one point. I don't think that I have it anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I had, yeah, a, I had a buddy them. that had all of that stuff. He, he had all the He-Man stuff. <laughs> Sarah, we remember. had a couple of them, but... <laughs> castle Grayskull appears in our wedding video, remember? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> two adults getting married, and we're showing Castle Grayskull. <laughs> Dude, I loved my Orko because he had a zip tie thing. Zip. Yeah, and you could just pull him, just go. Yeah, and just. Yeah. That's what he did. All right. All right. Anyway, so from He Man back to right. back to your dolls. So <laughs> action figures. Back so, to your action figures. So we sat around with that for a while, and uh, you know, obviously passed some time looking at those. And then it was like, okay, it's nine o'clock. It's time to go back out there. We don't know if he's actually showing up or not. We actually called. We called the VFW hall Has just Mr. to the see. Mr. the Snake entered the hall. That's exactly. I, I made someone call. I'm like, just call. We're not going to drive all the way back out there to see if, you know, if he's not there. Right. So someone called. We're like, uh, is Mr. Snake there yet? And they're like, well, yes, Mr. Snake just arrived. And we're, we're like, like all yes, right, here we go. Here we are. <laughs> and so we head back out there to the VFW Six hall. Six drunk dudes show up to the alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we did have a DD, though, I have pretty to say. Much. So we all did pile in. Yeah. So there was one but, sober person. <laughs> yes. We, yeah, we had a sober driver. But here's the thing, though. Before we left, uh, our friend Derek, because this thing was for charity, he was like, you know what? I would pay $100 to see him pin somebody. And I'm like... Yeah, so so I've, at first I was confused. Like, you're going to pay me a hundred dollars if I ask him to pin me because we didn't. We figured he would never do something like that anyway. But he's like, no, it'll go to charity. You don't get anything, but you can get your picture. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, I'll do it. I'll ask. That's I'll awesome. try it. I'll ask it. Oh god. So we get out there, 
And, you know, it's just like any kind of VFW hall or Eagles Lodge or Elks Lodge or anything yeah. like you've ever just seen. Just American you know? flags everywhere. Yeah, and, you know, uh, like old dudes. There's always the old pins. Yep. Mm-hmm. Always the old dude yep. with the cane in the corner, like yep. cracking jokes about the girls. And then, uh, you know, and then they were selling shirts. All of the shirts, of course, were uh, XXL or higher. So there wasn't a shirt size for me. No, there were right. some smaller ones, but they were like bright No, pink. those were the women's shirts. Oh, yeah. 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 I was okay. not buying a woman. I was not going to buy a woman's shirt. So I figured. But you could have. I, I could have. have. I, you should have. I didn't. <laughs> um, so so we're sitting there, you know, waiting in line to meet him, and I uh, kind of weasel my way up towards the front, and we're we're waiting there, and out walks Jake the Snake from the side hall, like we were there actually when he walked into the room. And he's like, rah, rah, rah. he. I have to say, he looked pretty good. He did look pretty good for what he's been through. I mean, yeah. he looked, you know, and he, I don't know how old he is now. He's got to be about 60, I would I would guess. say like 58, yeah, if I was guessing. 50s. Yeah, late 50s, early 60s, I bet. Yeah, right in there. Um, still look good. Still has the mustache. Uh, still had kind of, uh, not the long hair, but, um, you know, definitely balding on top. But looked pretty much the he same. Went through, he went mm. through hell. He was a hard drinker and drugger. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, pain pills mainly and drinking and stuff. Yeah, and Diamond Dallas Page is actually the one who saved him with his yeah. uh, yoga thing. I just saw a special on that not very yeah. long ago. All right, well, so he's 59. 59? Beyond, beyond, beyond okay. the mat? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, not beyond the mat. It was, uh, it was something else. I watched on HBO Real Sports. But, uh, yeah, he kind of rescued Jake the Snake and yeah. Razor Ramon. But, um, but he walked out, and he was actually looking pretty good. And you could tell right away, though, he's a little bit surly. He was a little ornery. A little ornery. Yeah. 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 You could see it like from his temperament the second he walked out, and I'm like, oh. And the second I saw them, I'm like, oh, dear God. Right. And he sits down at just like just like a cardboard <laughs> table, and he sits down there, and he's like, uh, all right, get, like your ass, table. get your ass up here. And uh, to the first person in line. So there was like a few people in front of us. They go in front, and then I get up there. And uh, I was the first one out of our group of friends, I think, that made it up there before everybody else. Yep, so, you did. And... I'm sitting there talking to him and you're know, just for a second because he's like, yeah. All right, what do you want to sign? And I bring out, of course, my action figure. And he takes the snake and he, there's a little rubber snake that dangles over the neck of the toy. And he took the snake off and threw it on the ground. He's like, Brr. so apparently he doesn't like the snake stuff. I don't know. <laughs> maybe not. I well, didn't know. He didn't say anything why. He just took it off. Well, maybe his, it. Well, it does seem like his snake. I think uh, Josh, our super fan friend, the, I think the snake the died. So maybe he's, maybe it's hard for him to see. Yeah. The, I guess. You know, yeah. Damien. Although you got to figure he's, he's probably also like in like on mode. Yeah. People want Jake the Snake Roberts. And right. he was kind of the. He, was, he would bounce between face and heel. You never kind of mm-hmm. knew where he was going to be. Mm-hmm. Totally. Sarah, face and heel is how they decide hero and villains in wrestling. What do you mean? How Face are good guys, and then you do the heel turn to become the villain. Because mm-hmm. there's, oh. always, there's always a good guy and a villain battling yeah. each other. The crowd modern roots for one, Modern wrestling kind of has a lot of the anti-heroes, but traditionally it's the face, which is the good guys, and the, and the heels. Like Hulk Hogan would have been the good guy for the right. most part during his whole career. Yeah. Um, My mind is blown. I did not know this. That's yeah. interesting. Macho Man bounced back and forth yeah. between Macho good guy, Man had guy. the big heel turn one day where he decided when he was going to, he wanted to no longer be Intercontinental Champion, he wanted to be World Wrestling Champion, he did the heel turn on Hogan. Yeah. Huh. And yeah. since Hogan was such the good guy, then Macho Man became the bad guy. Right. So everybody booed Macho Man, cheers. But then Hulk you can Hogan. have the reverse. You can have the face reveal. And what happened there was when Macho Man did the heel turn and cheated to basically steal the belt from Hulk Hogan, Iron Sheik stepped in and saved Hulk Hogan. Wow. So, yeah, no, there's a lot of... Mm. Oh, oh, my yeah. God, I can't believe I'm interested there's in this. Lot yeah, there's a lot of writing that goes into things. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually well-written plays, essentially. Yeah. They're soap operas for dudes. Yeah. That's totally what they are. Total soap opera. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That is absolutely yeah. it. 
Because um, wow. that's why. Yeah, he, well, he definitely was playing his part. He, he was. Yeah. I mean, like, because he that, did look yeah. like he was on. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what when people mean, like, oh, when you talk about someone becoming the villain, if you hear some dude say, yeah, I did the heel turn. I learned some new mm-hmm. lexicon. This yeah. is exciting for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heel turn means to become the bad guy. Heel turn. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, face to heel. Oh, all right. <laughs> Done. I don't give a shit if anybody else doesn't find this interesting. Yeah. I find this fascinating. <laughs> that is so interesting. So I'm Do standing there. Podcast wrestling talk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so he took this, took the snake off, and threw it on the ground, and then he did sign the toy, which I'll bring in. And uh, that'll, that's going to reside here in the I studio. I did say you could keep it in the studio. Of course. It's just signed Jake the Snake. There's a, there's a place where you can get like a clamshell so it looks like the box you would have bought it in, but it reseals. So oh, you that's just kind of, and then you can mount it on the wall. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, I'll show you okay. where to go. All right, oh we need God. to look that up. Uh, but <laughs> but after that, after he signed it, I was like, okay, now's my chance. i got to ask this. I was like, so, uh, Jake, you know, I don't know if it's okay with this, but my friend offered to donate $100 to charity if you would pin me. And he's like, what, 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 pee on you? You want me to pee on you? And I'm like, no. And that's exactly what he no. said, too. He's like, pee, piss on you? Yeah. You want me to piss on you? Right, yeah. And so, so I'm like, no, no, that's not it. He's like, hundred dollars right, get your ass over here. Everything was get your ass over here. Yeah, because yeah, um, he kind of sat there for a second because you could see that he was thinking and he's just like, and basically the bottom line, you could see in his head, he was just like, fuck, it's for charity. This is going to look good. Like you could just bucks. see it kind of. Yeah, which bucks. thank you to Derek for donating the $100. So I walk over there to the side and I'm, I'm behind the table and and uh, let me see here I've got some audio of it too $100 donation I like it alright so so oh I lay down God. on the ground because I'm like he's kind of rickety I'm not gonna make I don't want him to, hey I don't want him to like give me a DDT or a body slam me or something so I lay down on the ground ready to be pinned in position, if you will. And uh, he walks over and stands over me and starts pre- pretending to unzip his pants and pretend to pee on me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm wow. staring up at Jake the Snake Roberts, his crotch right over my face. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> and uh, Jake and the snake were coming out. Right, oh, yeah. Oh, God. So he stops that and then leans over and like... I didn't know how he was going to do the pinning, and he's just like, oh, why don't we do this? And he leans over and just puts his fist square on my chest, and I got to say, he pressed down pretty hard. He, was, he wasn't messing around. I, either he couldn't keep his balance, or he was trying to hurt me. But uh, he pushed it in pretty good. And he's I think like, it might have been a little bit of both. A little bit of both, yeah. because yeah, yeah. when he was getting down, he was kind of like, yeah. you know, And then, getting bam, down. I broke his fall with my chest. And so he did that, and he's like laying my arm out to the side like he pinned someone. And then he's like, uh, hey, you know what You know what guys really didn't like was this. And he holds down my forearm and takes his face and gives me stubble burn <laughs> down my forearm. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, this is, oh, this is this gross. This is not fun. Oh, this is gross. And uh, I then proceeded you know, to do the whole thing. They did a count. Like, <laughs> we'll post this. We'll have this video posted as well. Yeah, looking at the video, I think he lost his balance. <laughs> and then you totally should have been a dick and kicked out like the dude again at the two cap. <laughs> I should have. Well, but then at that point, as he's done, he positions himself so again his crotch is right over my face. Yeah, and bas- he really wanted to put his balls in your face. Basically teabagging me. Yeah. And uh, then I, I got I got out of there pretty quick after that part. But yeah. it was it was amazing. Like, that's pretty much the only that's that's what happens. Oh, oh, and then Jessica and I. So after so Greg after he got teabagged by uh, Jake the Snake, <laughs> then it came time for. 
um, so I think Jessica and I were next, and we're like, oh, can we get a picture with you? And he's like, oh. And you guys are clearly the only two women in there. Of, we are the only two women in there. There may have been, like, somebody's mom Except in there. for the volunteer. Like, there was somebody's mom there because they were, like, bringing their young child, like, their son there. It was somebody's mom who couldn't have cared less. And then it was just Jessica and I and a bunch of 30-something-year-old dudes. Right. That was it. And so we're like, well, fine. We're here. I want to get a picture with him. So we asked him if we could get a picture with him. And he's like, he's yeah. saying no to you. I know. He's like, all right, ladies, get over here. And he's like, and he made Jessica. So there's a chair next to him. So I sat in the chair next to him. And then Jessica, like, was going around to the other side. He's like, he's like, you, hey, you, you come sit over here. You sit on my lap. And so he was, like, <laughs> patting his There's lap. No so he was patting his lap. And then Jessica comes over and sits on his lap. And we're like, okay, this is weird. So then he puts his arms around both of us. And they looked at everybody, including, like, Greg and everyone. And he just looked at him and goes, man, it's good to be Jake the Snake. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone was taking pictures. And then he started, like, choking me. It was the weirdest thing. So Jessica's sitting on his lap. I'm sitting in a chair next to him. He has his arms around both of us. He has his arm around my neck. And he starts kind of squeezing my neck. And I'm like, hey. And I was trying to, like, loosen it up a little bit. He's like, oh, I like this one. She's got some fight in her. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck? And then, yeah, and then we got our signed pictures and left. And that was the. Well, no. uh, Then uh, also Derek sat down there. Oh, and Derek Derek was a super fan. Like, a a legitimate, still to this day, super fan Between Derek and Josh, I don't know which one's the bigger fan. Right. They're, like, big, big. <laughs> fans through the whole the whole time and uh, he sat down next to Jake and he's like hey, I wanted to get an autograph for my friend and he had like what are the you know like a sharpie Jake took it out of his hand and like grabbed Derek and just drew a mustache on it <laughs> <laughs> it was such a dick <laughs> move it was such an asshole move <laughs> so Poor drew a mustache Derek's on like, Derek and, and he's like he's like and Derek's like can I get this for my friend he takes the sharpie draws it on his face and then like gives him a non you know like dedicated to someone one he's like can you rake it out to my friend Mark because really he's like here you go. Mark, just who is a veteran, it. too, by the way. Yeah, our friend Mark, who come. is a veteran, who couldn't come because he was working. And he's just like, and just like threw this pa- I think he threw it <laughs> off the table after he'd drawn a mustache on Derek. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. But nobody else is bothered. I'm just like, that's kind of rude. And Derek's like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, because I think he's totally just playing the character. Yeah. <laughs> that's what people expect of him. Right. Yeah. I mean, he he was the character. I got to say, it was it was a pretty cool it was a, it was a, one of those surreal moments. Yeah. It was interesting, and our friend Josh got to ask him a question because he was like trying to ask. He's like, "Mr. Snake, Mr. Snake, can I ask you a question." What was the question that he asked? Uh, him? He wanted to ask who was the hardest wrestler he ever battled, and he said it was Vader. Yeah, but he said, "Motherfucking yeah. Vader." Yeah, I hate that fucker. Yeah, the dude's huge. Yeah, he <laughs> and he's not a very good fighter. He hurt a lot of people. Oh, okay, well that, that might be yeah, it. Vader hurt a lot of people. Well, mm. according to Jake the Snake. He hates that fucker. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's I have to say, like, even though I'm not being a huge wrestling fan myself, it was really neat to see, just to see all my friends being, like, to see someone getting to see something that is really exciting for them. Yeah. It was fun to, like, just see this whole room of yeah, grown men excited to meet it. this balding dude sitting behind a folding table. <laughs> it was just, it's <laughs> it so was silly awesome. and ridiculous. That's your, why it was, was awesome. Was he your favorite? Of wrestling? No. Yeah. No, my favorite was probably uh, Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect, I like. He was he was my favorite. Wow, Mr. Perfect would walk in because everything his whole deal was everything he did you know was perfect and he had the perfect. Oh record. my god! Yeah. And he used to do so this thing, sense, Aaron. Right? Yeah. where he would walk oh, in Jesus. and he'd be chewing gum and then he'd spit it up into the air like straight up. Or Ted DiBiase would be your other one. Ted oh, DiBiase I was pretty funny too. Yeah, that's yeah. who Tristan's dressing up as, right? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Perfect would spit his gum up into the air and then swat it midair into the crowd, hitting people with his gum. I used to do that. All the you time. are a grown really? up shit all the time. apple. What the fuck, man? All the time when I was a kid, it was wrestling. I was like, <laughs> no one liked Mr. Perfect either. I, I, he was, he was my favorite. Heel. It total heel. 
He was my favorite. Yeah, though. Norman Texas is saying that he's shocked that you like the preening dick face. <laughs> well, he said cock, but I think dick face is better. Wow. Ultimate Warrior was right up there too, though I, I will admit. And I'm never a big Warrior guy. He was fun, but he even at it, even when I was watching it, like for seriously, I always thought he was kind of creepy. Yeah. Oh, he's totally creepy. Out. Yeah. Totally Which creepy. Which one, Mr. Perfect? Uh, Ultimate, no, Ultimate Warrior. Warrior. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The spirits would talk to him. The spirit of the warrior. Mm-hmm. He's the one mm-hmm. that just died, right? Yes, yeah. he is. With all the face makeup on? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. Yeah. No, for me, it's Undertaker. Yeah, Undertaker, Undertaker was great. I would lose my mind. Undertaker was great. <laughs> oh, my God. Is he still alive? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he just... I don't know how I feel about this. Oh. He finally lost at WrestleMania. Right, and he hadn't ever lost at WrestleMania. He never lost. He has the streak, 20 streak. They had him lose, and I'm like, because mm. he's got to be on his way out. He's he's been wrestling for 20 years. Yeah, there's just Dang, yeah. that's like a hundred in wrestling. Yeah, no man, his yeah. Boss isn't it? Be, and he barely wrestles anymore. I mean, he just part of his thing is that he was the giant phenom, so he can just kind of stand there, take a punch, and then throw you with one hand. That was kind of his shtick anyway. Mm-hmm. But now, like, he really barely wrestles. Yeah, like he'll do a straight leg kick. I mean, his body's you know, got to be beat up. Yeah, man. I mean, it's got to be. Isn't it Josh? Doesn't Josh have an Undertaker tattoo? Probably. Yeah. He's exactly. got several wrestling <gasps> oh, tattoos. Oh, and the I other would, thing. I would totally get an Undertaker tattoo. Our, our friend Josh, who was there as well, got uh, had Jake sign his side because he was going to have it tattooed on him. Yeah. And then Jake the Snake decided, got bored halfway through writing his name, so he just wrote Jake. And he's like, oh, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, threw the pen down. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so he's, Josh is like, enough. <laughs> he's like, I guess I'm just getting Jake tattooed on my side, which or, doesn't look weird at or all. Or don't get a tattoo. Or I'm just don't Jake. do it. Yeah. yeah. Just don't do it. <laughs> but yes, it was, it, was, it was pretty awesome. It was a sight to behold. It was. It, it was interesting. Yeah. But, um, but <laughs> I, yeah, I don't even know where to go after uh, talking about getting yeah, basically teabagged by Jake the Snake. Uh, well, I do have some world of crazy. Why don't we do that? Go yes, that. I think so. I you think know, that would be the way to go. Anything goes with teabagging that you just said. Maybe it would be <laughs> a world of crazy. I don't awesome. know. Yeah. Teabagged by Jake the Snake. The Greg Nibbler story. No, <laughs> it didn't actually happen. It was simulated. It was dangerously close. Dangerously close. <laughs> I don't know what I would. I probably would have punched. No, you wouldn't have. Oh, yeah. No, you wouldn't have. Oh, yeah. If he had actually done it. No, you wouldn't have. Oh, yeah. Your instincts, your survival instincts would have kicked him. You would not have punched him. I, I am no idea. He would have broken your neck, dude. I can run faster than him, though. It doesn't matter. He had you pinned. Yeah, he was gone. No, you would be balls deep and balls in your face. <laughs> I'd still punch. That would end so poorly for you. Probably. But <laughs> and then the last moments of your life would be being teabagged by an old wrestler. <laughs> Man dies in Sully's Portland. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, got some, got some stories. Got a, got a smattering of stories for you. First up. Out of the Czech Republic, a naked man was hit by a car after dodging traffic, all the while pretending to be a dog. <laughs> this man had, this man was taken, so he's unnamed, they don't know who he is since he had no identification on him because he was the naked. Uh, this man was taken to a hospital in Brno, a city in southeastern and the southeastern part of the Czech Republic, after being knocked over by a driver who had not seen him because he was on all fours, weaving in and out of moving <laughs> traffic, all the while barking and growling at people. So a witness told local TV that a man apparently ran out of the forest on all fours, only wearing socks. He was growling and barking, 
and uh, kept running up to cars as if he was trying to bite the car tires. <laughs> at one point, he even lifted his leg to pee on one of the cars as it pulled to a stop and barked at the owner when he got out of the car to complain. <laughs> So police spokespeople said when they found the semi-naked man at the scene, he was whimpering after he had been hit by a car. Still full character. He was still full character. Dedicated. All right. Yeah, so he was whimpering after he had been hit by a car. So the man is still in the hospital. He's in an artificial coma, has no form of identification because he was only wearing socks. Uh, Police say if you look up this man, uh, and they're asking if anyone, if you look him up and you recognize him, to please let them know if they know who he is. Because they do not know who the dog man is. And to remember to spay and neuter your pets. <laughs> <laughs> also, if a guy is on all fours naked and lifts a leg on your tire, don't get out of the car. No. Don't. You know Just what? drive off. Let him pee on it. When you get home, car hose wash. your tire down. Yeah. yeah. Do you really want to confront that guy? No. No. If somebody's life has reached the point where they're pretending to be a dog urinating yeah. on your car. Dude, him, what the fuck? <laughs> let him pee on your tire. And then just go rip your tire. Not <laughs> worth it. No. Not worth it. No. Well, this reminded me of you, Aaron, because I've heard you talk about this before. So uh, this is out of Seattle, Washington. Seattle, a lot of stories from Washington today. Uh, Seattle's resident vigilante hero, Phoenix Jones. Phoenix Jones. He has finally announced that he is just going to be going it alone from now on after he has failed to, in his civilian crime-fighting training, because he wanted to bring other people in, you know, to his uh, crime-fighting troops. So he says that he has trusted some of the wrong people some of whom are dangerous and carrying illegal weapons. Therefore, he doesn't feel like he can put a stamp of approval on the Rain City superhero movement anymore. Yeah. See, that's why you don't ever reveal your secret identity to people. Mm-hmm. Never. Okay, so people are like are, are not. So Phoenix Jones, to... his real name's Ben. You've heard about him before. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The Seattle super, yeah. superhero. His real name is Ben Fodder. Uh, was the head of a band uh, called the Rain City Superhero Movement, aimed at fighting Seattle crime in elaborate superhero costumes. So this started in 2010 after um, witnesses spotted them intervening in various crimes throughout the city. So uh, members of the brigade were known to have had military or mixed martial arts experience and carried tasers, nightsticks, and pepper spray, but no firearms or illegal weapons. So um, Phoenix Jones last year announced he was hiring, seeking people with uh, bulletproof vests, CPR skills, and military police or martial arts experts. Uh, hiring? Like he's going to pay them? No, he was seeking. No. Okay. No. Seeking like- <laughs> people. But he wants them to be you know, part of his... Remember, his secret hideaway is in the back room of a uh, comic book shop, too, I think. Oh, really? No way. Well, yeah, it's not very secret. So. Well, right. he's, Yeah, he showed it off. Well, he is saying uh, in order to grow the superhero movement, uh, movement, it has gone awry. And he's announced on Facebook. He said, first off, I'm sorry. I started fighting crime years ago and inspired a lot of people to do the same. I really thought having a large group of civilian crime fighters was a good idea. I was wrong. Yes. <laughs> it takes a certain type of person to do this job correctly. And unfortunately, I have worked with and even taught some of the wrong kinds of people. I'm sorry if I've let anyone down. We'll continue to yes. patrol and help people out. Yes. Cut to anyone that read The Watchmen in 1985. <laughs> yeah. We'll let you know that... In real life, you put someone in fetish gear and tell them they can beat people up. And oh, God. <laughs> Not necessarily you the same You do in Seattle, crowd. though, because, as I learned a few months ago, mutual combat law. Oh, I know. Yes. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Where you can challenge someone to a fight, and yep. as long as it's a fair fight. As long as it's a fair fight, you may commence fighting. That's awesome. And not something I want to do. It's like engage Seattle's in. one big giant Shadaloo tournament. Oh, gosh. I'm going to be careful when I'm going to Seattle next week, and I'm going to be careful walking the streets to make sure I don't accidentally engage in mutual combat you're, with somebody. You're walking the streets? Mm-hmm. Yes, because I'm a prostitute in oh, Seattle. That's, that's what I'm doing. Just trying to clarify. All right. Out of New Mexico. <laughs> we had this story a couple months ago. So this is last month. Uh, officials in southeastern Mexi- Mexico began working on a plan this week to divide the stash of Atari ET video games <laughs> that they found. <laughs> All right. From an old landfill last month. 
So, yeah, so E.T., you know, obviously one of the worst Atari games ever. I still have my copy. It's horrible. It's a horrible game. It's a dumb game. And so what, Atari <laughs> decided to just get rid of them all and dug a big hole in the desert and yep. buried them. Yep. Yep. Why would you want these things? Because it became such a legend within the video game community. And Aaron is exactly right. It says they're considered to have value because they're part of the legend in yeah. the gaming community. But for a long time, people thought that wasn't true, that there was no way there's a spot in the desert where someone dumped tons of video games. Right. It just became this legend, and then that, you know, it just it but, grew steam. But what are you going to do with it, though? Now that You're you going to own a piece of history. Pay- what do you do with art? What do you I, do with, like, you know... Art is great. You can appreciate it. You can't appreciate this game. You can't play it. Maybe they appreciate it. Just the because you sucks. can't play it, maybe they like to look at it. Everyone I mean, consider- okay. considers art in their There own is way. kind of a weird thing. Like, if, like if, if I had the extra money and they were selling them, mm-hmm. and I had one that was all, like, crushed and weird... Yeah. I would probably get one and put it like in a shadow box and yeah. hang it with all my other nerdy shit in my office. How like, much? What's that? that? Well, that's that's the ET. And I guarantee almost every friend would be like, dude, that's one of the ET yeah. cartridges. Maybe, and people maybe. would come over to look at that. I would come over all right. to look yeah. at that. All right. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe well, city right. documents show that Atari consoles and more than 1,300 games were found. Of course, the majority of them being ET, the extraterrestrial. Some other discovered titles included Centipedes, Warlords... And is it Centipede? It says Centipedes. It's Centipede and just Warlord. Okay, so Centipede, Warlord. Yeah, Unless, they put S's on was everything. Was that the sequel? Was there a sequel no. called Centipede? Or maybe they meant as in there's more than one, in which case this person's but a no, but, writer. Well, it's weird because the S's are all in quotes here. So it says some of the other titles uh, discovered included Centipedes, Warlords, and Asteroids. Asteroids is with an S. Okay. Yeah. Because it's Asteroids. Centipede and Warlord. Yeah, it was Centipede. I, that's why I'm wondering if there was like a sequel we didn't know about or something. They did. It was Centipede 2. Okay. Okay. Anything, yeah. All right. Well, um, surprise that more copies of Pac-Man. <laughs> Maybe there were, and they were just just a couple of them. So uh, let's see. Uh, so each cartridge from the dig will have a city property ID tag. So apparently there are going to be selling some of these. They're going to put some um, in, in a couple museums. I'm not sure which ones. I think like some video game museums. Yeah. So each one will have a city property ID tag, a certificate of authenticity signed by the city. So you'll know that it's one of the originals. So the uh, the games right now are literally being le- kept under lock and key, and they're enough to fill si- uh, sixty two boxes. Yeah. Sixty two boxes of delicious ET they're probably cartridges. Be charging a lot, I won't be. Buying oh, them. that's gonna. Yeah. That'll be what? Like, I would say what? Three thousand. What three thousand dollars? I don't know what they're gonna sell them for. That I bet they sell guess. them for a hundred bucks each. You think a hundred bucks? Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know what the demand is. More power to them. Unless they auction it off for like some kind of charity or something. Because I know they're making. I know that Microsoft is paying for a documentary about the dig, and they're and what they're doing is they're like they're going back to the original programmers and the people who worked at Atari and the promotion people. All about the worst game ever. Atari Atari sold the game before it was ever ready. Okay. Oh, before they gave it like an ending, right? They said like ET will be out at this time for like Christmas or whatever. Yeah. And. The game series like it won't be ready, and Atari said, "Don't care." <laughs> wow, we've already like Sears is committed to buying two million already. Yeah, <laughs> so we're gonna sell and it. Everyone <laughs> lost money on it. It's such a bad game. Just like the guy that program I mentioned Pac Man because the guy who programmed the Pac Man for Atari Twenty Six Hundred, mm-hmm. he has loaded that game since day one because they didn't let him finish programming. The Atari Twenty Six Hundred version of Pac Man is fucking awful. Yeah, it's horrible. And there what, was technology at the time to make a decent port of it. What was supposed to happen? Like, what? It was supposed to look more like the arcade. Okay. And it's not. It's just bad. Right, Because yeah. the programmer didn't get a chance to finish it. They hmm. said, don't care. Here's a release date. So they took basically the alpha version of Pac-Man. Oh, that sucks uh, for him because that's his name on that product. Years later, he went back and finished it. And you, Because you can buy new Atari 2600 cartridges. There's a whole community that makes brand new ones. Wow. Yeah. He went back and finished it. 
to where he always wanted it to be because it just it obsessed him for his Oh, I'm years. sure. Like, yeah. He's like, it's out he there and it's incomplete. The, he was known as the guy that made the worst arcade port of all time. And it yeah. was like... Not his fault. No. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that's shitty. Well, I do have some more stories from Washington State. All right. Yeah. Washington's back in the news. It's kind of trumping uh, Portland right now. Well, actually, this one isn't too crazy, but since uh, the marijuana is legal, legal, legal mm. in Washington State. <laughs> you guys, marijuana coffee is going to be all the craze in Washington State, and the pro- and the product is promising consumers a caffeinated buzz. That's only a matter of time. Yeah, so yeah. it's a cold-brewed, cannabis-infused coffee, which they're calling legal, uh, is expected to hit the market in early July. So apparently what this does is gives you an alert, creative high, is what it says with the marijuana coffee. Uh, they're also calling it the wake-and-bake drink. So uh, each <laughs> bottle contains about 20 milligrams of THC, of course, uh, that's the compound that gives marijuana users a high. That's enough to make it experience similar to having what they claim to be a nice glass, or a nice IPA or glass of wine. So that's what it says that it's similar to. Yeah, but it's a whole bunch of caffeine too. Yeah, yeah. So, you're, like, so it's caffeinated stoned. Like that doesn't make sense. That's what it says. It says that uh, it's okay. So this is what they say. They say drinking this coffee is like riding a cool avalanche. Oh wow, this was written by a fucking stoner. Drinking this coffee is like riding a cool avalanche of pure deliciousness down a tall mountain and landing in an ocean of good feelings. <laughs> and then there's feelings, and then there's like uh, snacks that are there too. Wow. And then you know, and then you're like totally rolling on that. And then and there's a rainbow. You'll swim off then, to. <laughs> let's see where to go. You'll swim off into the day of work or play, filled with uh, filled to the brim with pure joy. Wow. They have Everyone also, knows that's not what's going to happen. No. no. Someone's then going to pour. Vodka shots in it. That's the thing. Like, wh- how long before the the weed infused beer? Because oh yeah. If it's legal there, you know that's going to be happening. Yeah. Well, they already have hemp beer, but but I mean, if it's if I don't know, maybe there's something in the law that says you can't combine it with alcohol. Maybe technically, like oh for yeah, a beer that would just shut you down instantly. Yeah. Yeah. That just sounds THC and alcohol. You'd have like one beer. Like, all right, I'm. Oh <laughs> yeah. No, no I'm it sleeping. sounds terrible, but you know somebody's going to do it though. Sure. Yeah. Well, let's see. So this was so this is scheduled to be released in early July. The eleven point five ounces will probably retail somewhere between nine dollars and eleven dollars for an eleven point five ounce bottle. All I picture There's their that. spokesperson being is Otto from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's like a cup of coffee. Yeah, that's that's exactly. That what sounds it is. exactly mm-hmm. like it. <laughs> uh, to bra- so my last two stories are from my homeland. First one's from Bremerton, Washington. And then it gets more oddly specific. So, Bremerton, Washington. A 28-year-old man has been charged with second-degree robbery after he allegedly robbed a woman at a Washington ferry terminal, then a week later asked to be her friend on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This guy's name is Riley Mullins. Now, he's accused of hitting a woman in the back of the head, then taking off with her purse and iPod. Now, she didn't get a good look at him. However, she did see a neck tattoo of a triangle on the side of his neck. Um... After that, she received a friend request from Mullins and recognized them at, recognized him as the man who allegedly robbed her. So according to the Kitsap Sun, which is our fine publication in yes. Bremerton, Washington. The Kitsap Sun. The Kitsap Sun. Uh, when she saw the picture of the suspect, she immediately recognized him as the person who assaulted and robbed her. Police were able to confirm that the account belonged to, Mull- to Mullins and she was arrested. Or, excuse me, he was arrested. I picture him still using typewriters at the Kitsap Sun. <laughs> Distrust in from the wire. Shining the light on the news. <laughs> <laughs> the Kitsap Sun is a very esteemed publication. Right. Hey, girl, you didn't fight back when I robbed you. You want a date? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might be into it. <laughs> so Why you block me, baby? <laughs> 
So I am. So of course I'm from Bremerton, Washington, which is uh, kind of across the water from Seattle. But Bremerton's kind of a city, and also has a lot of smaller, like suburban areas. And my family now lives in a place called Silverdale. Mm. Silverdale, Washington, is like a suburb of Bremerton. And I was looking at the news today, and this was very interesting. So we all know who top forty DJ Casey Kasem is, right? Casey yeah. Kasem. Now, have you heard all Shaggy. this crazy shit, Shaggy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you heard all this crazy stuff about how his wife kind of disappeared with him into Washington State? Okay, yeah, like, she's nuts. She's insane. Well, she's vicious, I think, too. And she seems she's like a horrible person all around. Yeah. All right, so her name's Jean Kasem. Okay, I'm yeah. going to be honest. Like, I've seen you know the Casey Kasem reports that are coming out. I have not really read the story. I don't know. I know that he like disappeared for a while, and then they found him. So he or, disappeared. What yeah. happened is that he's because he's got to be ancient now, right? Yeah, he kind of. He kind of. They kind of like took him out of the public spotlight because from what they've released, he has Alzheimer's with dementia. Dementia. Oh, yeah. okay. It's like pretty so bad. He's, yeah, it's pretty bad. So he's no longer obviously in any kind of public eye. But okay. also, so so this has happened. But uh, his wife, whose name's Jean Kasem, she has banned his other children from his previous marriage of seeing him. Yeah, she won't let him. And so when they finally why? why? Because, because he's worth millions and she got power of attorney. Oh, okay. And he's... The kids have no idea what she's doing to him. And no. obviously he doesn't... He's and not he's completely... In control to out of it. At all. Yeah, no. to so, say anything. So she's... Okay. So I they had you. ruled that... So in California, the kids were able to go to court and rule that they were able to go in and see him because she had blocked the children from seeing him. That's fucked up. However, yeah. as soon as that ruling passed, she disappeared with him and went up to Kitsap County, which is where I'm from, up in Bremerton, because there were a lot of like Indian reservations up there. Uh-huh. So he had disappeared for a while. They ended up finding him in Port, Ta- or Port Orchard, which is uh, like right outside of Bremerton. And then yesterday, okay. it turns out... Just wanted to clarify, when I said that's fucked up, I meant fucked up that he, his kids couldn't see him. Yeah. Right, yeah. Not no, that, no. yeah. That, oh, yeah. Why, why would well, because the way I said that, I, oh. I said it at the right, wrong moment. So <laughs> get this. So it turns out I was looking at this yesterday. Casey Kasem, so after he had spent time in Port Orchard... Just found out yesterday that he was actually, he has been staying in Silverdale, Washington. Casey Kasem, top 40 guy, has been, for some reason, his wife had housed him in Silverdale, which is a very small suburb yeah. of Bremerton. And he has been staying in Silverdale for like the past two weeks. So anyway, what happened yesterday was that uh, his daughter, who lives in California, they were able to actually get him out of the house and get him the medical treatment that he needed. But this Jean Kasem woman is so fucking crazy that apparently she came out of the house and they were trying to take him to the doctor and she was throwing meat at them, throwing meat at the daughter, uh, citing uh, biblical scripture saying, in the name of King David, I throw pieces of raw meat into the street in exchange for my husband to the wild rabid dogs. What? Yeah. This bitch is crazy. Hurting my head trying to understand this. How how can she m- retain legal custody over him? At this well, she point? has it now. Now for now, she they are Casey Kasem is somewhere in Bremerton at oh, a hospital. So they don't there. know where he is. No, they took him to a hospital because oh, okay. I guess like his health is extremely deteriorated. Okay, but the whole thing is just bizarre. How she yeah. just kidnaps yeah. him, takes it's him nuts. to. Washington State, and then all of a sudden he ends up in Silverdale. Well, what's Washington. messed up is she's not technically kidnapping him. Yeah, that's right, true because she is husband. married to him. Well, yeah, yeah, and she was kind of for a while since she has power of attorney over him, and since they're both considered adults, even though he can no longer take care of himself, they don't view it as kidnapping. Yeah, the the, the I think the California judge ruling said his parents, his kids are allowed to visit. She can't bar that, 
Okay. But that's when but she picked up in, and moved to yeah, Washington. Yeah, there's nothing in the ruling that says that she can't just fucking vanish. Yeah. Gotcha. So now the only reason that they were able to get him out of the house in Silverdale yesterday was because the California judge had to talk to the Washington judge who was presiding over the case. And the Washington judge agreed to let um, the daughter have some power of attorney over Casey Kasem yeah. to be able to get him to the hospital. I mean, okay. for all we know, the kids are bastards little shits, too. But right. for, for Maybe, right now, but... it just seems like... Seems because, like the better approach. Yeah, it seems like the better approach. I mean, you try not to think bad about it because he is worth millions. Right. You know, so you hope that the kids want to take care of him because they don't want their dad in control. Mm-hmm. And it really genuinely person. seems like that. Like, this lady seems like a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about the kids or any of that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's really messed up. Yeah, but now, you know, Tony in the chat is also noting, yeah, the judge gave the daughter medical power of attorney and her husband's also a doctor, so... It's crazy. Just it was. It's weird to know that I've, li- I've listened to Casey Case in my entire childhood, you know, yeah. growing up, and then now he's just somewhere in Silverdale, Washington. That's right. His daughter did the show with Nikki Six. So Nikki Six's show. He has a syndicated talk show. Oh yeah, like playing on, music. It's on the locally. Uh, I think it's on the on the brew. The brew locally. Yeah. yeah, but it's a syndicated show. I think out of L.A. I forgot about this. Carrie Kasem, his daughter, was the co-host until like early this year. Okay. And I didn't know it before. And I just thought, remember seeing that report earlier this year that Carrie Kasem leaves Nikki Six show. And I'm like, oh, what the What was it called? Wow. Like Six Sense? Uh, I think that's what it was called. Something like yeah. that. This says... Nothing it, beats Dee Snyder's House of Hair. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Six Sense. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. I remember I really liked that name. Snyder's House of Hair is actually pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. I liked it. No, it I wasn't making fun of yeah. it. I like that That is a show. damn good show. It's a really good show. Yeah. <laughs> We're all perpetually stuck in the 80s today. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I like With my Snyder. Casey Kasem news, all the wrestling, D. Snyder. This is kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, Nikki Six's show is just kind of... Well, it's Nikki Six. Yeah. All right, so I know that didn't really explain a lot, but I kind of just want to let you know what was going on with that because it's just bizarre and it's so close to us that it's just yeah. a yeah. very weird story. No, I'm glad now I'm filled in on exactly what that was because I, I hadn't read the whole story on what was going on there. I yeah. Nikki Six. Wasn't there a story that like he collapsed on stage this weekend? What? Uh, no, Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. Did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, from a diabetic. You thing. know how I know because uh, I'm still friends with U eight eight two two on Facebook, and she has been posting praying for him all weekend long. To explain U eight eight two two, she is a super fan of Brett Michaels. You can look her up. That was her YouTube handle. And uh, just look up Sunny D and Rum. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right, there you go, my friends. That is your world of crazy. I feel like I learned something. Mm-hmm. There you go. We all Good. learned something. Excellent. I know it. Heel and head is head and heel, face, face and heel. Yeah, face mm-hmm. and heel. Exactly. You're a face and heel. If you're if you're giving heel and head, your night's gone badly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why is, what was that kind of noise? Oh, 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 oh my! Get I'm not really sure. Heel. Um. All right. Well, should we do just a little, a little bit of ball talk? <laughs> yes. I've got a little bit here. All right. Let's do it. Um. Also. We didn't get a chance to say this, but I want to say thank you to our fine sponsor, Squarespace. Yes. Who helps bring Fun Employment Radio to you every day. Squarespace.com, the all-in-one source to go to for your website. Whatever you need, they can have it taken care of and for And you've you. heard it talked about by people who we just randomly have on as guests. They're like, oh, totally. yeah, love it. That's yep. what I use. Like it, And there's a reason why people from all different you know walks of life, all different kinds of careers, you, anyone can use it. And everyone needs to have a website. No yep. matter what your position is, no matter what your job is, if you have a business, whatever it is, you should get a website. And it's very inexpensive and so easy to make a nice, fancy-looking website through squarespace.com. Um, they are... You know, fine supporter of us. They have 24-hour customer service of nice people who will help you, mm-hmm. unlike some mm-hmm. other places. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they're very, they're very friendly. They will help you out with anything you need. And uh, Squarespace.com, use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. 
to get 10% off your order. And then that lets them know, not only do you get savings, it lets them know that you listen to us and appreciate their support of our show. And uh, and you get 10% off on top of it. There you go. Pretty damn good deal. Win-win, nice. Greg. Fun employment. <laughs> 10% off. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Oh, that was weird. You had an upward inflection. Balls. Yeah, that wasn't good. Almost like a question mark. I'm not really sure. Are you questioning balls? Um, all right, it's a, it's a potpourri of balls. Just a couple <laughs> of different stories here. I do have this. I've been talking about different uh, poor uses of uh, Twitter by professional sports teams mm-hmm. by having the wrong person post the wrong thing. Well, this happened to, and this it seems like it was probably an honest mistake, but still looks really bad. Uh, this happened to the Chicago Blackhawks. So the Chicago Blackhawks hockey were playing the L.A. Kings uh, over this weekend. Um, spoilers. The Kings won. They went on to the Stanley Cup Finals. But at one point, the Blackhawks scored a goal. And uh, two of their players, it's Sharp and Sod. And the Blackhawks, you know, as teams do, they posted a picture of the two of them smiling. Said the Sharp-Sod connection. And then, uh, and then what was supposed to be probably hashtag... Chai versus Lake, C H I versus L A K, in for the Chicago Blackhawks versus the L A Kings. Okay. Okay. However, I think they started typing this, and this is what uh, Deadspin also agrees with this too. They started typing it, but since Twitter will sometimes fill in your hashtags for you, yeah. Somebody typed it really fast and left it as this, where it came out to Chinga su madre EPN. <laughs> now, what that means in Spanish is "fuck your mother," basically. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, and EPN refers to the president of Mex- Mexico, Enrique Peña Nieto, and so it's, it's some kind of uh, some like some hashtag insulting. that's being used in Mexico. Yeah, they're very angry at him right now. Very angry. Wow! And but this is what the Chicago Blackhawks posted. Like, I guess the hashtag C H I. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So C H I, and then it just auto filled yep. to chinga. Uh, this says chinga a su madre. I thought it was Chingesu Madre, but whatever. Uh, EPN. It's fuck your mother, president of Mexico, is what the Chicago Blackhawks posted. So they, it, did, it did go down rather quickly, and then uh, you know they reposted it up with the right one like almost immediately afterwards, but not until everybody got screenshots of that. Oh, yeah. wow. So somebody was tapping a little bit too fast. Um, moving on to ball talk. Uh, I'll just give this brief update. So Aaron Hernandez, that oh, whole thing. the murdery guy, right? The murdery guy, the former tight end for the New England Patriots. You know, of course, he's in jail for for uh, being charged with the murder of one of his close friends, I guess you would call that, somebody that you murdered. But uh, he, he allegedly killed his... Uh, his <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> his wife's sister's boyfriend, Odin Lloyd, on June uh, June 17th of last year. Then he was, while in jail, he's been charged with two more murders from previous to that time that I guess happened back in, like, 2011, I want to say. I may have the date wrong, but either way. Stand-up guy. Yeah, real stand-up dude. Um, The other two guys that he allegedly killed were outside of a club because one of them spilled a drink on him. So then he came back and murdered them, obviously. Can't expect much from Patriot players. Well, can't expect much from this (laughs) douche. Uh, So... Now, though, there's two different things. One, police are looking into his tattoos because they think because he's, he's covered covered in tattoos, full sleeve with all kinds of different stuff on there. But they believe that he got a tattoo. Uh, they have reason to believe that he got a tattoo commemorating killing the first two. Oh, my God. So they're trying to get tattoo experts to try to analyze the tattoos on his arm. And then on top of that, though, now he's running out of money. So he was worth $18 million. He hired these high powered attorneys to uh, protect him. But now the attorneys have said, nope, we're no longer, we're only going to be here for uh, two different things. Like his, his retainer only covers us to appear at a certain number of things. We're not representing him other than that. And uh, he can't pass. 
So he's trying to find out a way to pay for more attorneys to come in. <laughs> wow. Good luck with that. Good luck. So anyway, that's your that's your update on Aaron Hernandez. He's a douche. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moving on in ball talk. It's a little potpourri of balls. So the World Cup is about ready to start in uh, Brazil. I believe it starts uh, next weekend. I have the date here. I think it's June 13th. Yeah, the prelims already started. Or June, June 12th to July 13th. Yeah. Yeah, is the official... Yeah, official basically time. like pre-games are already happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, like friendlies to warm up for it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So the the World Cup is going to be going on then. And there's a, that's the one in Brazil. Now, Brazil's had a whole bunch of problems with their own, just in the building of the stadiums for mm-hmm. this and the Olympics coming up, and they're questioning whether or not they can handle it. But even more scary is Qatar's handling of what's going to be the 2022 World Cup. So <laughs> their handling of it is so bad. I mean, and this is, you know, eight years away. Eight years away, but it's so bad that everybody's questioning why on earth, A, it's in the middle of the desert. I mean, it's like 110 degree yeah, temperatures. Yeah, and it happens from June to July. It's just physically not a good idea to have a World Cup there. And then on top of that, um, there's so many rumors of corruption and they can't build things and they've been using essentially almost slave labor to build some of these stadiums. Well, People yeah, are dying. They're getting all the refugees from Iraq and Turkey and Afghanistan they're taking all the they're taking in the refugees mm-hmm. like yes live in Qatar and we will help you rebuild your life oh by the way you got to pay it back now yep. start building yep. dang so yeah, yeah essentially and indentured like, yeah, servants Su- is yeah, what they Sudan, are Sudan Kenya anywhere mm-hmm. there's like shit going on in the Middle East and Africa they're going to Qatar thinking better life better life no nope. not really no. get to work on the stadium yeah and that's what they've been doing when, and then on top of that there's so many rumors too of the fact that the only reason they got that was because they paid out a whole bunch of bribes. Shocking. Yeah. And FIFA, the the governing body of soccer, is well known to be corrupt. And uh, there are now... uh, The the British newspaper, the Sunday Times, claims it has obtained millions of secret documents proving that Mohammed bin Haman, who was the former FIFA vice president, also happens to be a Qatari, and uh, was lobbying on his country's behalf that he doled out um, $5 million to different senior football officials and bought the votes. Oh, wow. So they are saying that if they can prove this is true, they might have found a way to get out of this, and they'll re-vote on Qatar getting that World Cup, and they might not get it. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think that's probably a good idea. Yes. Probably it's almost, to be, it's almost as horrible as if the CEO of Comcast eventually became the chairman of the FCC. <laughs> no. Because that would never happen. No. That's just crazy country. talk. Crazy no. talk. <laughs> Oh yeah, some guy was saying he was offered twelve million dollars for his vote. That's some that's some big time cash right there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, that's uh, morals only go so far, man. Just totally. <laughs> um, all right, and finally in ball talk, we've got this. This is uh, a little something I have to do because the, over this weekend it was determined who is going to be playing in the NBA finals, and that is going to be San Antonio versus Miami Heat. So wow, repeat that's a of real last year's, shocker. Repeat of last year's championship, and in honor of that. Oh God. Just to show some of the celebrations that are happening with the San Antonio Spurs, I have this video just released. This is breaking. I'm sure it's been played nowhere yet. Breaking from uh, some guy who goes by the name Jesus2007 (laughs) with his song, San Antonio Spurs Tribute. Looking right while your head is spinning left. We'll leave you dazed and confused because we're the best from the West. Shots we're dropping. There is no stopping. Gonna run you over, so you better start flopping. 
pops is a saint. Bane's in the paint. Green's in the corner. No, he ain't. When Duncan's on the bank, he never misses. The thing else is this mace. (laughs) 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 Sounds a lot like him. Headed to the finals. Who's coming with me? All year long, we play strong. 2014, we can't go wrong. Okay, I'm just, that's enough. All right, that, that's, that's enough. enough. That one's brutal. That's yeah, pretty that bad. That's pretty bad. It goes on for another 40 seconds. You can look it up yourself by finding Jesus 2007 on YouTube. Wow, San thanks, Antonio Greg. Spurs. There you go. Can't wait to Bring you the up. breaking news. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. You going to make a prediction on the final? Uh, well, you already made a bet, sure. right? Uh, what for the NBA? Finals? Oh, I guess not for the NBA. No, for the world. For the world, for world cup, cup yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah world you cup. Made I made a, a bet. Foolish, foolish. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing with world cup. I'm gonna admit that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I probably that was probably a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, all right. Yeah, I can make a prediction on the NBA finals because I believe it starts tomorrow. Uh, is when the finals start up, and I'm gonna say this. You want me to say who's gonna win the NBA finals this year? Sure. I believe this year, the San Antonio Spurs will beat the Miami Heat, denying them their third championship in a row. Tim Duncan will get his fifth championship. The San Antonio Spurs will win the NBA Finals. Mm. There we go. I think I, I think there's a good shot for that. Yeah, I think San Antonio in six. Yeah, it could be that. It could. I mean, it could go to seven. Who knows? I mean, it's it's hard to say, but I think the Spurs will win. This postseason Sims have gone on forever. It does. It does. Yeah, go on seriously. A long time. I can't. Well, they're all seven games. And you're like, oh my god! I, like, I forgot the finals hadn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love how people no, in the live chat too are now blaming me for it. Uh, yeah, guess what? I don't play for the Spurs or Miami Heat. It's all your fault. All my <clears> fault. Mm-hmm. San Antonio Spurs over the Miami Heat. I have predicted it. It will happen. Hashtag thanks, Nibbler. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, so, Aaron, do you have a new drive time at the drive-in today? I do. Today at five thirty. Uh, since be. this year, I've been incredibly tame considering what this year is. This year is the 75th anniversary of Batman. And I have been very well reserved the entire time. But today on Drive Time in the Drive-In, I'm going to be playing the soundtrack to the best Batman film of all time. Batman and Robin? No. Which is <laughs> I'm Batman Mask of the Phantasm, the animated film. It's <gasps> fucking amazing. The soundtrack is composed by Shirley Walker. Most people don't know who she was, but you have been hearing her music for like 30 years. She passed away a few years ago. Kind of one of those women, like first she was one of the first women to be a composer in Hollywood ever. And she's she has done so many shows and movies and you just never really heard of her. Wow. But her work is really, really good. So I'm playing the entire Mask of the Phantasm. Not a long soundtrack, so I've got a couple surprises at the end that I'm going to throw in. Awesome. Nice. But, uh, yeah, people seem really excited about it. When I mentioned it on Facebook, everyone started going kind of nuts. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. So that's today at 530. Yep, and that's today right at 530. Here right on the here. Fun Employment Radio Network, right here. which you can subscribe to for six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, so go try it out. It's yep. 24 hours of programming. It's awesome. Original stuff that you can't get anywhere else. And uh, helps us uh, keep our studio and everything yeah. else. And is there an Accidental Housewives? <laughs> there is at 7, a new Accidental Housewives. They're going to be, I believe, talking about a lot of the minimum wage laws that are starting to happen all over the country. Okay, ah, cool. okay. Yeah. 
Interesting. Excellent. Um, Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are fantastic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Funemployment Radio, at Greg Nibbler, at Sarah Stillen, at Geek in the City. And uh, you can go on to iTunes and leave us a review because that helps uh, sometimes for other people to find the the show. Mm. Those are are all good things that you can do. These are all things. All things. All all things that that can happen. (laughs) Uh, All right. You guys are fantastic. And, of course, we'll be back tomorrow with special guest Nathan Brannon. Awesome. Nathan Brannon will be here in studio with us. Always awesome when he's on the show. So uh, that will be tomorrow. 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 All right. You guys are awesome. And we'll be back. Well, now I'm not just You're just repeating yourself. Do you want to give the phone number again? We'll be back tomorrow <laughs> with more Fun Employment Radio. Talk <laughs> 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 You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.